Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing, and it's the beginning of a new year. Welcome to 2023. Wild. It's wild times, guys. It's been some wild times, wild times ahead. Uh, if you've been watching for a while, you know that uh, we're prepared for the raw dogs. Raw dogs are probably coming, but we're ready for them. Right? You guys, you guys are ready for your robot dogs. They're coming. Get your t-shirts. <laughs> Follow links below. Get your t-shirts for the robot dogs. They should be dressed appropriately. Um, Happy New Year, guys. It's the first. It's the uh, first of the year, first of the month. Time to pick up your checks. Um, welcome. There was fights. Finally some fights. We got a little bit of a break. We have been spoiled in these years, the last, you know, five, six years. So with fights, because they're all the time, they're everywhere. It's really good. It's very good. So it's uh, it's very, very complainer-ish of us to be bitching and moaning when we go for like two weeks with no fights. You know, like, ugh, oh my God, what do we do? There's no violence for like two weeks. Uh, what do I do? Man, remember, you only get to see like the main event, main card fights too. So you don't get to see like that main five or main four cards. Main, main four or five fights, I mean. And now you get to watch everything. And this weekend I watched, I watched the Bellator Risen event. Bell Tourism event. And, uh, it's a, a, a event that I support a lot because cross promotion, I think, is a surefire way that other promoters could could viably compete a little bit with uh, the UFC because UFC has so much market share. They have so much dominance. You know, if the other if the other uh, promotions pooled their fighters together from time to time to do big cross cross promotional events, I think that would be awesome. I think it would be smart for them to, uh, for independent titles to be created. You know, if there were sanctioning bodies, a sanctioning title created for MMA that, that you know, Bellator and Risen could send their athletes to or some other promotions could send their athletes to to compete for, you know, every once in a while, I think that would be very healthy all around for the sport of MMA. I think all around. Uh, saying that, I will say that this event seemed very underpromoted, and I don't know. I'm not. I guess maybe for me, especially, I'm not that. I'm not that into. Maybe you guys feel the same way. I'm not that into. There's a lot of the smaller fights, you know. So there's a cross promotional fight. That's cool. We had champs versus champs, top guys versus top guys. But it was the fun size fights. They were the smaller guys. I want to see some heavyweights and some light heavyweights throw down, some light heavyweights and welterweights, middleweights, the type that the bigger guys, meteor guys. I want to hear some impact when they're throwing bombs on each other. So maybe that was one of the reasons why there wasn't that much hype around this fight. Um, but also, like, you know, I didn't get any uh I had to like really look for this fight, and then I didn't realize it wasn't 
a live event. The the stuff they were promoting was the tape delayed event, which was like 8 p.m. Uh, New Year's night last night. And the fights were actually earlier. They're like four in the morning or something crazy. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. Is there that big of a, a draw in in Japan, Japanese MMA, to bring over American fighters from Bellator to have them fight on on your New Year's card? You know, is there that much of a demand for people to watch that? Because it's damn near impossible for people in Western states, in the U.S., or any of the European people they are trying to get to watch the shows. It doesn't seem like a real solid marketing venture for the uh, for Bellator. What did Bellator get out of it? They got to beat the crap out of all the Risen guys. I guess that's a good thing. They could be like, yay, we're better than that other promotion. But then none of your fans and none of the people you're trying to like make money off, I got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ended up catching um, a link to a replay, so I was able to fast forward through a lot of the stuff, which makes a lot of these fights way more palpable, right? Palatable, either either one, because I don't have to listen to all the the pre-fight garbledy goo, and I don't have to listen to all the. Other, other whatever, sales, garbage, all the ads. You can just fast forward through the fights and then watch the meat, watch the meat and the potatoes and then skip on to the next. Spidey Sense popping in saying, it probably was underpromoted. Bellator don't seem to have a clue how to promote their brand. Or they've figured out how to make money the way they're doing things, and that's good enough. Everybody gets paid. I hear what you're saying, Spidey Sense. Spidey Sense in the chat saying, I used to tune into lots of sport before, but over the last few years, I barely watch anything anymore. If you don't mind me asking you there, Spidey Sense, uh, what is your age right now? Like, what are you, what are you aging right now? Um, because I will say, when I started turning like around 30, 32, you know, I started growing older. I felt like I was hitting another age in my, another stage of my life cycle. And I just felt like I didn't have time to like sit around watching sports ball. I had other things I wanted to work on and do. So, yeah, I kind of stopped watching those things. From, you know, I guess, yeah, it was around 2010 I started doing that. Yep. All right. Well, let's go through some of the fights. And the main... There's main five fights, five main fights that they were pushing. That was Bellator versus Risen. Dun dun dun. We must defeat you. But there was one standout fight that I think is notable. 
It happened before those, and that was John Dodson. John Dodson is a menace. He's a menace to society, guys. He fought three times in 2022, this last year. He's a menace to society. He has won two MMA fights, and he won a bare-knuckle fight. Last time I saw him fight was bare-knuckles. And, yes, he had a good year. He had a really good year. He's 2-1 and one since leaving the UFC. So it's nice that uh, he's getting some things done. Let's, let's have a little look at his handiwork. Uh, he fought Takoro. Takoro. I had to double check, but he is he is up there. He's older than me. I didn't realize that Takoro is old guy like me. But Takoro has been fighting for a while in Japanese MMA, doing grappling stuff. But Dodson was all over him like stink on shit, and uh, put him away relatively. Quickly. Is that good? How's that? Is that better? And you can see the pictures and my beautiful face. Yes. But Dodson, yeah, he got the job done. Menace to society this year. 2022 was a good one for him. We'll see if that uh, continues for him in the 2023 if he can use fighting. That was his first fight over there in front of uh, Japanese fans for Risen, I believe. Pretty outstanding uh, showcase. Hopefully he finds a good place for himself. Then we'll get into those five. Now we got five action-packed Bellator versus Risen fights. Leading off with the Dob, one of the Dobbs, Gadzi Rabadanov. Rabadanov is one of Khabib's guys. He's one of the Dagestani smash house fighters. Uh, he looked really strong early on, looked like he might be possibly finishing this fight early on, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, his opponent ended up being a lot tougher, maybe than he thought. I don't know. Takata wore him out, got him tired. He was very heavy with the striking. Uh, didn't seem like he wanted to wrestle all that much. But, yeah, Takata, I thought – Picked it up after he got dropped. You know, he got dropped there a little bit and wasn't looking great. Is this one? Oh, I'm tiny there. Boop. No, I'm huge. I don't know. I don't like these. Which one? I'm on the other side. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. But he looked pretty good. Uh, Gadzi looked pretty good. I thought he was going to be able to finish, but he, I don't know, hit a hiccup, slowed down. Uh, 
I think the the ring throws uh, people off a little bit. I like I like that too. I also like the element of sometimes having fighters fight in in a in a ring with ropes rather than just this cage. You know, I think the shapes of the cage can give you different feels too. You have a square cage versus the eight sided cage versus circle cage. And then the the ropes, you know, they can change the way you attack certain stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, Gadzi Rabadanov look tough. Surprise! I'm kind of surprised he didn't get the finish. But Japanese guys can be tough when they decide not to go out and be finished. Um, after Godzi, we had Archuleta, and Archuleta had a pretty magnificent entrance with, uh, the headgear and all the dancing stuff. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. Must say it was good entrance. He fought hard, fought, fought good. He had a, uh, a tough opponent. And these guys, they, you know, are out, were outclassing the opponents, but they still weren't able to to quite put the last bits on on a finish to get them out of there. If that makes sense, you know, they're able to beat them up pretty damn good. Archuleta was all over one. Um, they called it a split decision. I think it was maybe the middle round. I don't know. I didn't see it as a split. I really didn't see that as a split. I thought one did enough, stayed out ahead enough of that guy. But I guess that was a split decision. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know. I think they were going by. And then like the the judging too for their fights i don't know if it's the the normal universal whatever rules so maybe special japanese rules for scoring and they might be picking the overall fight winner versus the uh the round winners round by round i'm not quite sure Ooh, this is an interesting take, Spidey Sense. You, uh, Spidey Sense is saying, uh, for me, it was mostly COVID. I saw through so much of the BS during the lockdown. Sport just became something else to help program us. You're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, he won Archuleta. Looked good. I thought he. Did enough to win that fight, of course. I'm not even sure how the split went into effect, but maybe uh, I wasn't watching close enough. <laughs> Archuleta did wrestle a little bit at Purdue, not while I was there. I met him up here at NorCal. My friend 
a uh, C's house at a little barbecue one day. It's good stuff. Oh. JY, no, I was never called by Pride to Fight. Never went to a... I did corner Tom Erickson when he fought Verdum, and we didn't know who Verdum was. Next fight, next fight. Hiraguchi versus Hiromasa. Again, um, I don't know what to say about the fight. Pretty typical. Did you guys see anything out of the ordinary that, from this fight? I, I mean, I kind of went how I, I thought it would go. I didn't pay a ton of attention to it. Um, you know, I just... I'm not as uh, excited. It wasn't that I wasn't super excited to see. I'm glad that they did a cross promotional event, but I don't know. I didn't hear any backstory, <laughs> anything to uh, pull me in. There's no. Yeah, I wish they would. You know, put some independent rankings on these things too. You know, so that like you kind of feel like, all oh, right, well, you've got these guys who are ranked this on a independent scale fighting each other that might make it a little bit more interesting then you have guys who maybe don't follow that promotions guys at least they would understand what the rankings mean maybe am i out of line i don't think so um Yeah, but yeah, Hiraguchi, you know, honest decision. A lot of leg kicks, calf kicks. That was the uh, the game plan executed well. Hiya, Hiraguchi with the big W. And they need to, yeah, they need to put some real titles, some real something on the line. You know, put some gear on the line. Put that hardware up. Put a belt. Put an internet or a independent type style belt up for grabs for those guys who are fighting cross promotional. Let it be uh, a big deal. Let people get excited about it. Maybe then you'll have your pay per view worthy cards. We had another uh, pit bull fight patricio he's always exciting always throwing heat but he did not uh get the finish he he got another decision there were a lot of decisions in this card they needed to kind of open up more i think to really sell this but you see Tough fight. Kiyoki. Koike. Koike. Am I saying that right? Clever. Koike. So you have, you know, the Bellator guys seem quite 
You know, just like a step and a half. They're a step and a half ahead of the Bellator fighters. Not the Bellator fighters. I'm sorry. You see, the Bellator fighters are like a step and a half ahead of the the um, Risen fighters. You know, and these are the best guys. I'd like to see what happens when you put these guys in a cage and make them fight. That would be that would be cool to see. I really do. I really like the idea of being able to switch guys out of, you know, sometimes fighting in the cage, sometimes fighting in ropes. Change it up a little bit. There are there are differences in being able to fight on the rope, put up against the rope, rather as opposed to being put in the fence, put in the cage. I think those are things that get taken from us a little bit by not getting to get that variety with the fighters. Then you're going to see really who is the best fighter because they fight in multiple locations, different ways, and can still compete and still do it, still get it done. But Patricky Pitbull, another win, getting it done. He's tough. He's always tough. He's always put in work. I wish we could see him fight some guys in the UFC. That would be nice. Why not? Let him fight somebody top 10, top 5. Pitbull and uh, Patricky and Gaethje. Let's see that. Let's do it. Make it happen. Come on. Come on, Dana. Let it happen. Then we've got our main main fight of the night. I was hoping to see a little bit more fireworks and flair out of this. I do enjoy the post post fight um, hat speech. I like that. It's nice. He looks good in his little hat. Um, it's like I don't know what that metal thing is. You see what the metal thing is? It looks kind of like a bong. Is that a bong? You see it? You see that gold thing? He's got that weird gold thing. It looks kind of like a bong, I think. It's like, why has he got a bong in the ring? <clears throat> uh, but, you know, I thought we were going to get to see maybe some really cool, inventive type violence from AJ because he, he can come up with some cool stuff sometimes. And, you know, they had the special rules that looked like they were allowing knees to the head on the ground. Uh, and I don't know if they allowed the soccer kicks too, but with the knees and the head on the ground opens up a lot of different techniques for, for possible finishes and possible skull crushing behaviors. So I thought that might open things up for him a little bit, but, uh, Souza, Roberto de Souza was, was game. He fought hard and, uh, we didn't quite get. The beat down finish maybe we're hoping for. But I don't think, you know, these guys aren't bad. The Risen guys weren't bad. They didn't get outschooled and destroyed. There were some there were some interesting fights. I, I don't know what to say, but interesting. I say interesting because they weren't like good fights, but there were some there were a lot of finishes in the pre, pre prelims. Because I watched all the prelims because so I could fast forward through everything. And there were a lot of finishes in the prelims, but those guys, you know, their skill level was was questionable. But they weren't 
that they're top guys. You know, they weren't like the champs. They weren't in that elite level. You know. He has had Dodson and Takoro. But the main guys, they put up good fights. And who knows if that was a little bit of a, um, you know, jet lag. You're in another country, in Japan. You're fighting at different times. You have a hard time getting your body set. Maybe that played a little bit into it. But, you know, Japanese guys tend to be really tough. It'll be really tough. You gotta be there to put a hell of a whooping on them, or you gotta you gotta catch them just right. Brian T said, "Who is Andrew Tate fighting in jail? That's the fight I want to see." Ooh, what a what a mess! What a mess! They came after him fashion. They came after. Jazane Maxwell, that's for sure. <laughs> Spidey Sense said, where would you rank Risen, John, compared to the others? UFC first, Bellator two, and I assume then one maybe? I mean, well, those rankings, you can't really even do Bellator second and then whatever else third. No, because it takes like Bellator, um, uh, Bellator, PFL, and uh, 1FC and Risen all combined to to come up with, like, half the revenue of, of the UFC or something. Like, it's not even, like, close to a comparison how far away the number two is away from the number one, you know? But I, you, you can't even say Bellator is number two. You have to – I mean, how much uh, – First off, we have, to, we have to agree on how to quantify the ranking, right? The, the number of the amount of money they make, the notoriety they have, or how much they pay their fighters in percentages, how much they pay their fighters in net totals, uh, who has the most viewership, who has the freer market, who's got the absolute best fighters. Like, there's a lot of ways to quantify who's best. If that makes sense. All right, right now, UFC controls 90% of the market. They control 90% of the, the top 10 guys in every weight class. Um, so you say, yeah, UFC is number one because of those things. But the other guys, they're not even really on the board. You know, it's, it's sad. Yep, you're not wrong, Brian T. Fighter quality, yep. So here's the thing here. Sp uh, Spidey Sense is saying fighter quality. That's how you judge who is the best. Okay, so this is the predicament, predicament we have here now. Okay, this predicament we have now. Because the UFC's had control for the last, like, 10 years with this, like, really – um, hardballed monopolistic control center centered control centralized control that they're the ones in charge of 
rankings. They're the ones in charge of charge of the titles. They're in charge of um, the production and telling the stories around the titles and the title contenders. They're uh, in charge of ascension to the title and who gets to go up to the title. They've also become in control of who climbs the ranks of the lower levels because fighters have to try to fight on smaller promotions that are on fight pass. And in order to get on the fight pass cards, you have to like be extra nice and do the things the way that those promoters want you to do them. And they want them the way the things that UFC wants them done. So you could be a great fighter, but if you don't play ball by their rules, you can get shut out before you even get in to the UFC. If they have this much top-down control over everything, like how can you be certain after like a 10-year period of time that any of their fighters are really as good as they say? Who's, who's challenging them? Who's challenging that authority? How do we know that the, like the KS1... The KSW, KSW, maybe they're not. They've got the best guys there possibly could be, you know. Who knows? That's my whole thing. When you don't allow organic flow and growth, who knows what's real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. It is the first of the year. First of 2023, guys. So what is everybody up tonight? We've got through the fights, right? Because that was AJ McKee. AJ McKee did a good job. I was kind of hoping for some more creative stuff. I really do miss the old pride days. I miss the old fighting in the ring look. They're just, I don't know, it just felt more classy. It feels more classy when when they're fighting that way. It feels more respectable. Less of a Less of a zoo. Less of a zoo and dog fighting <laughs> arrangement. Yep. Oh, there's no reason to try anymore, Spidey. Spidey Sense says, I remember the WEC built a great stable and got bought out. Strike Force built a great roster and got bought out. Now orgs don't even try anymore. If you build a great uh, roster, stable of fighters, they're just going to get taken from you because the UFC has the largest title. They pay the most. They don't pay the highest percentage, but they pay the most that those guys can make. So they're going to go to fight for that title because that's the top title under anybody's belief because they bought all the other ones. (laughs) It's just it. They knew the way to rig the game, and they did. Congrats to them. But we do have we do have good news. The 
Ali Act is going to be reintroduced to the Congress, I believe, again. <clears throat> but this time, Mark Wayne Mullen is not a congressperson. He's not a congressman anymore. He is now a senator. So we now have the guy who first offered up the bill, introduced the bill, is now a senator. So we've got a little bit more, a little more power, a little more swagger with this, a little more push to get things done. And then we're going to get things done. While uh, the grifters are going to make noise about raising money and doing whatever nonsense they're doing to push their clown fights, we're out here doing work. We're out here making changes. We're actually getting things done. Actually getting things done. It's going to be an exciting year, guys. It's going to be an exciting year. I've been talking with uh, the Red Voice Media guys. I think I might be doing some stuff with them. It'll be good. Very good. What kind of, uh, I'll talk to you guys, what kind of MMA stories or content would you want to see more of if I did um, a show, weekly show or something like that on a different platform? What would be the thing you would want to see me cover the most? You know, because I cover the post-fight stuff, the recaps, Talk about a little bit of dirty pool stuff here. But if there's something, you guys, I was thinking about just doing more uh, just the pop coverage. Just cover the stuff that's in the news, in the top news cycle. Put some comments on that. See if that's uh, something that gets anybody's attention. I don't know. What do you guys think? Brian T. Uh, guys like Dana White controlling MMA is worse than the mob controlling boxing. It's gross. You know what? We've got uh, got a little bit of time. I know it's the beginning of the year. I'm going to open up. I'm going to put this in the uh, chat. I'll do a consultation. Anybody who's around wants to call in, do a consult. James Y says, Ali, I going to Congress. Thank you, everybody. Check it out. YouTube it. Yep. Spidey sense. I always like detailed breakdowns, behind the scenes stuff, things I can't work out for myself. Hmm. Robot dogs. Oh, robot dogs, man. Somebody sent me a video of all these robot dogs doing a workout thing. We'll look it up. We'll do it live, guys. There was one of them in a factory recently, right? Did you guys see that one? Like some factory thing, and they were all working together and moving. And uh, I can't find it, unfortunately. But if you guys just look up Robot Dogs, there's just so much really unsettling stuff 
This doesn't make me feel good to like see to see this. <laughs> you know? You don't see a whole bunch of robot dogs and be like, oh my goodness. I feel warm and fuzzy about this. Well, boo. I don't know. I don't know where I saw it, but I know somebody sent me uh, something with robot dogs, and there's a bunch of them. Oh, I'm gonna show you this. I think this is a thing I can show you guys. So this doesn't if this doesn't scare you. I don't know what's going to. There it is. You guys see that? All of the robot dogs. Where are your papers? Where are your papers? Can you show us your papers? I want your papers. Come take the vaccine. It's safe and effective. Nope. That's terrifying. Terrifying. Do, do, do. It's the last thing you hear before you die is the, the clicking of robot dog hooves coming for you, man. Pass. <laughs> I'll pass. I think, you know, cave life, cave life right now hmm, doesn't seem too bad. This doesn't seem so bad. I think maybe I can handle hand washing two pair of underwear over and over again and hunting for my food and fishing. I think maybe it might be worth it just to not have to live through that hell. Man. Then we have the exploding drones. <laughs> Blow you up. I don't even need that. They have a little, probably a little cockroach. They have a little robot cockroach things that can crawl in your, through your holes in your house and garage, spray gas, nanobots. Nanobots tear you apart from the inside. Like he died of suddenly. He died of suddenly. Hmm. We'll never know. We'll never know. All right, guys. I put that thing in there. Anybody want to call in? Huh? You guys, you guys, chickens. Huh? Huh? Chickens. What's the next? We got another. Uh, what's the next event? What's the next event? Do we have another next? Another good one? It is uh, Saturday, January 14th. That's a little ways away. We still got a couple weeks, huh? 
until next week, maybe off too. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Interesting. He was, man. That guy is crazy like a fox. <laughs> he had he had it all picked, man. Owen Benjamin Stradamus. Benjamin Damas. Human bodies will now be composted in New York. What a time. Composted for what? In like vegetables and stuff? Oh. Oh, man. So we got a little ways until the next UFC. But Gasolsum M. Avab. Rachmanov, Jeff Neal. That's what I'm looking forward to. The Neal and Rachmanov. He is tough. Undefeated Rachmanov. He's a Rachman. Damon Jackson, Dan Eggy. What we got on the prelims? One fight. Looks like they might be putting some more fights together for that card. Because it's kind of light. It's a light card. It's a light card. All right, man. All right, guys. Put one up here to the chat in for the Roquefin, too. Yeah, if you guys have uh, any inputs on what MMA content you would like me to cover, that would be that would be good. That would be good. I'll probably be covering the uh, the bare knuckles too, just because I enjoy it. No calls, no calls. All right, guys. All right, turkeys. You guys are being scared. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's the first. It's the first of the of the year, so I'm sure lots of you guys are busy tonight. Thanks for stopping by, though. Uh, I'm gonna get my shit going so that uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the year. Ugh, get some. Let's go. Got classes. Trying to uh, expand on that. Let's get it. Let's go. New year, new me. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. All righty. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll check you all later. <laughs>